Hello and welcome along to the Property Academy Podcast by Opus Partners. I'm your host, Tim Knight. And I'm Andrew Nichol. And today on the show, we're talking about the best places to invest in New Zealand under $500,000. And we're going to do a bit of a tier list. Now, we did one of these, I think, last, last week. week. And we were talking about the best places to invest in the country. But then I was in talking to the team at One Roo at the Herald and they said, you know what we'd really like to see? Where are the best places to invest in New Zealand under 500k? So we're going to do another tier list because although the average house price in New Zealand is about 800k to a million dollars, depending on which data you look at, there are some places in the country, in fact, 18 council areas in total, where house prices are still under 500k. Now, it tends to be in smaller areas like South Taranaki, where the average house price is 480k or up in the far north where the average house price is about 470k, but then also some places like Gore in the South Island. 360! Yeah, median sale price, 360 grand still. And I think certainly for people like me who live in Auckland, you think, gosh, that's cheap. Maybe it's a good place to invest. And so we're going to talk about all of the small towns in New Zealand where house prices are still cheap and which places might be a good place to invest. We're going to look at 11 in total. And I'm really excited about this because this is going to test Andrew's knowledge of small town New Zealand. Oh, you know that you're going to make me look like a fool. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Those are my favourite episodes. Those are my absolute Hey, well, actually, I just have to say to you, the most text that I've had about any podcast out of the 1,600-odd episodes that we've done was the other day when I called you out on something and rang the mortgage brokers live. Yeah, the yeah, fans yeah. like that. Yeah, okay. So I can't wait to talk about Tomaranui and ask you where it is. <laughs> but let's start with Kawaro. Now, Andrew, where in New Zealand do you think Kawaro is? Uh, there. Yeah, so if you're listening to the audio-only version of this, Andrew's point to get a map of New Zealand <laughs> indiscriminately. Do you know where Kawaro is? No idea. So Kawaro is in the Bay of Plenty, and it is New Zealand's smallest council district. Whereabouts okay. is it? I have to type it Oh, there in. it is. I think I can see it right there. Oh, you can too, actually. So it is a tiny wee town in the Bay of Plenty district, and it is most famous for, I'm pretty sure, it's paper mill in total. Yeah. Now, before we put it into our different tiers, of course, if you haven't listened to the previous one, there are five different tiers. We've got S tier, which is superior, and then A, B, C, D, and we're going to rank each place in New Zealand. Now, Kawaro, population of only 7,500 people, average house price there is about 350k, and a really good average gross yield, about 6.78%, but it is pretty overvalued, almost 30% overvalued by our analysis. So, Andrew, where do you want to put this in the different tiers? So, if it's known for its paper mill, is that a major part of the employment there? I could get the data for you right now if you yeah, want. Yeah, I would like the data. Okay. So I'm not sure if this is going to make it into the, into the <laughs> podcast, and I'm not sure if it's going to make it into the YouTube. Producer Dave seems to be nodding to and, me. It'll just depend on whether or not it's right or wrong, basically. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let me just log in. So if you guys are watching on YouTube, you'll be able to see that we are logging into Infometrics, and we pay about 12 grand a year for this data. And the reason I'm <laughs> Andrew asking, doesn't know yeah, that. The, the reason I'm asking this is because I want to know how susceptible they would be to a single factory or something shutting down that then causes people to leave or major vacancy. So I'd expect that it'd be pretty large because if we look at Kawaro District, about 50% of their economy comes from what's called goods producing industries. A lot of that will be the paper mill. 
Now, if we think about that compared to the rest of New Zealand, it's only about 17%. You can see that manufacturing makes up a massive part of their economy, which is going to be primarily down to that paper mill. I'm going to go with uh, C. And the reason I'm going to go with C over D is because it does have a high yield. So if you have cash and you wanted a high... No, nah, put it D. No, actually, because... The, you're no, too... put it C. I like it in C. Okay, all right. It has got one positive, but if it's overvalued at the moment and you're buying for growth, that's a risk for me. If it's a small population, if it's highly reliant on a particular industry, I wouldn't be investing there anytime soon. I've given it C because of the higher yield. My understanding is that the paper mill is a bit on the rocks as well. Oh, well, then why is it not D? It's got a high, it's got a really good yield. So it's 0.7% on average. So, okay. so pretty good. Now let's come to Martin. We're in New Zealand. We've gone, we're five minutes into this podcast already <laughs> and we've done one area. So we need to speed up. Now, right. Martin, we're in, the, in New Zealand. You show me, Ed. No, I want to make sure you know this time. I know where Martin is. Do you know where it is? No idea. So Martin is a small town just north of Palmerston, north and south of Wanganui. Now, if we look at some of the stats for Martin, we've got an average house price of $422,000, tiny population, about 5,000 people. But again, decent yield, 6%, but still looking fairly overvalued. What do you think about Martin? Uh, the best I'd put is C. Why is that? Because it's got a high yield again, but none of the other factors are, are attractive to me. Yeah, one of the troubles about Martin as well is if you just look at where it is in New Zealand, it's not on the main highway. Yeah, yeah so we've got Wanganui up here. We've got Palmerston North. This is the road going through it, and Martin's all the way up over here. I would almost put Bulls, which is an even smaller town, a slightly better than that as well. Let's come to a different part of the country. I've got Tomaranui on there, but I'm going to take you down to Gore I, I'd, like to, I, I'd like to see the stats on Gore, just purely because of the prices. Okay, so just again, for anybody who doesn't know, you know where Gore is. Yes. Tell them where Gore is, Andrew. If I had to, had to show you a map of New Zealand, where's Gore? Well, above Wellington? No, sorry, it's down. Oh. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I am. Did you? Yeah. No, oh, no. I was going to say, you're a South Islander. You should know where Gore is. It's up. all the way down here, uh, around here in the South Island. There we go. And oh, I didn't think it was that low down, to be honest. Did you really not? No. It's in Southland. They roll their R's. Yeah, okay. And they make cheese rolls. Yeah, no, I like the cheese rolls. <laughs> so if we look at Gore, decent population, 12,800 people. Gosh, okay, look at those property on. prices, 360. I'd put that as a C. As, is everything just a C to you? I'd put it in, well, yes, because it's got a better population. The prices are pretty good. The yield's okay, and it's still overvalued. I mean, none of these are places I'd be rushing to invest. Okay, yep, we'll, put, we'll put Gore and C. Let's look at maybe a slightly larger population base. Let's talk about Timaru. Oh, yeah, give me the numbers on Timaru. Okay, so what's interesting about Timaru is it's a pretty big population. We're talking about 48,500 people, almost 50,000 people. But the median sale price of a house there is still low, $490,000. Now, it's about 1.5% overvalued. That's not much to be too concerned about. And the average gross yield there is about 4.2%, which is on the lower side. But what do you think about Timaru? Okay, so it's slightly undervalued. I'd probably put that as a C. No, I'm just kidding. I'll put that as maybe a B. Yeah, I'd put that as a B as well. Why are we putting it as B? 
instead of C. Because it's got a larger population, slightly undervalued. So what is it about higher populations that make you interested in? Uh, so then you've got a bit more diversity in terms of who your tenant's going to be, who's, who your owner's going to be in the future. You've got more jobs. Yeah, so you're more likely to sell that property more quickly. We know that areas with lower populations, because you've just got fewer buyers, those properties tend to take a lot longer to sell. For instance, in the West Coast, it can take you easily three or four months on average to sell a property, depending on which part of the property cycle you're in. In an area like Timaru, you are more likely to sell that property quickly. So if you need to get out of it, you can. Now, give me the data on Ashburton. Okay, so Ashburton is just an hour up the road from Timaru. And I've always been a bit of a fan of Ashburton. It's down there. I've been waiting for Andrew to find me some properties to recommend We've to investors been trying. in Ashburton. Okay, so you're 4.12 undervalued. You've got a good population. About 30. Your yield's pretty good. I'd put that probably as a superior. Oh, you're going superior. Well, out of Ashies. these, out of these, on old I might change my mind. Yeah, no, I think so. I mean, if it's undervalued at the moment, just for everybody on the podcast, we've got to tell them how undervalued. So it's about four percent undervalued. I did say that. About a five percent yep. gross yield, four hundred and seventy k kind of average house price, and thirty five thousand people. And the good thing about Ashburton is, if we compare it to some of these other towns that we're talking about, it is probably the closest one to a major city. Mm. Yeah, it's only about an hour drive away from Christchurch. So I'd be comfortable with you putting Ashburton up in S tier. Give me, I, I give like me Invercargill next because I want to see what the numbers are on that. Okay, right so Invercargill City, probably the largest population base of the areas we're going to look at today. 57,000 people. Again, good house price, 440-odd K, 5% gross yield. In fact, we know that investors are getting higher than 5% gross yields in Invercargill, but this is how we're measuring it. About 12% overvalued though. Okay. Now, just for context, I'm pretty sure that in our last tier list, we put Invercargill as A yeah. tier. I would put it A again because I know that there's a lot of infrastructure spend going on there at the moment. So I do think there's some reasons that that overvalue might change over time because, of course, that can happen, right? And one of the other things that we should mention is obviously when we're thinking about different areas to invest on this show, we do tend to prefer areas that have a few more people. Because the issue, even if you look at somewhere like Kawado, the thing we're often worried about is only 7,500 people living there. There's not going to be as many tenants looking around. So sometimes you might have more vacancy, might be harder to find a tenant, might be harder to sell that property. That's why when a place has more people like Timaru, Invercargill, Ashburton, we tend to favour it a bit more compared to a town like Martin that only has about 5,000 people. Now, now speaking give of Give me sport, Westport, yeah. Give me Westport Okay, numbers. we'll give Westport. I still want to talk about Toe Yeah, I know, soon. but I'm just I'm getting the low hanging fruit first. Yeah, you want to talk about all of this. You're such a South Islander. You just want to talk about the South Island. You think <laughs> you think that New Zealand ends at the Cook Strait, just like us. <laughs> okay, so Westport. Where? Oh no, you can see it on the map. I was going to make you guess where it is. So Westport is actually not in Westland District. It is actually up in the Grey District. No, it's in the Buller District. I messed that up. So the Buller District. So if we look at the stats on Westport, we see that, oh, I just love that house price, 360k. Like if you Good yield, it's undervalued. About a six percent gross yield Tiny there. Tiny population though. Just four thousand six hundred people. I'm gonna go with C again. You're gonna go C. Yeah, what were you gonna go? You might give it a B. You've just got to be careful with, the, with okay. calling West okay. Coast undervalued, right. though. Let's, yeah, that's the only challenge. And the reason you've got to be careful with calling West Coast undervalued is that it's the only area in New Zealand where the population is decreasing. Uh, you've got a very small population in general as well. And so what that kind of shows is that 
property prices in the West Coast just haven't gone up quite as much over the last couple of years compared to the rest of the country. And I was almost going to call it a D for that reason. Really? Yeah, negative population growth are not good. Oh, you're, you're now sliding. Oh, I might let you. Okay, I yeah, put that as D. That was but my initial thought. what I would thought. say is it always comes down to like, some investors don't care about house Correct. prices, right? Correct. Because they think that it doesn't matter, even though we know for a fact that it does. <laughs> <laughs> but if you care about yield, Westport could be a place to invest. Now I yeah. want to take you, let's go back to the North Island, and I want to talk about Tomaranui. Now, Andrew, no where idea. do you think? No idea. No idea. You, you don't know where no. Tomaranui no. is. No, no you idea. don't know. No, don't know, don't care. Oh. That is terrible. You have just offended. <laughs> the one listener of the show that lives an hour from there. No, Tomaranui is a lovely town in the Ruapehu district. Mm. I'll show you where it is in New Zealand. We've got about 4,000, 5,000 people who live in Tomaranui. It is very close to... Um, if you're listening to the show and you're from there, text me directly and I'll eat my words. What's your number? 021. Yeah. It's on the website. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see this. Now, don't lie to me. If someone from Tomaranui texts you, yes, you have to tell me. but they me. send me a picture next to their sign, so I know that it's there, and with a picture of today's newspaper. No, that's, that's well, too much. Well, how am I going to verify it? Because you'll go buy a SIM card and text me. I know you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look at the stats for Tomaranui. So if we look at Tomaranui, population about 5,000 people, average house price 350k, 6% gross yield, but a bit overvalued, 22%. Now, remember, this is a town that's really close to the mountains, so a bit more of a tourist destination there. What do you think? Where are you going to put it? C. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. Why is that? The low population concerns me. The fact that it probably gets a, a lot of its drive from tourism or maybe people working in Ruapehu, which, of course, I remember you saying the other day that they were having financial issues there. They have with the ski lift yeah, there. Yeah, that would concern me. Yeah, if we look at the structure of the economy as well in the Ruapehu district, what do we see? We see that a lot of it comes from agriculture, which you'd probably expect being in a more rural part of New Zealand. Let's just look at where tourism actually does feature. This is great data from Infometrics, isn't it? Isn't that fascinating, Andrew? So you can see that tourism as a percentage of Ruapehu district's economy has gone from 5% in 2000 it got all the way up to making about 13% mm. of the economy in the Ruapehu district. But it has plunged since then, post-COVID, post -COVID, down to about 8% of the economy. So that probably leans into what we're saying that, hey, well, if tourism was making up quite a large percentage of the economy and now it's going the other way, that could be a bit of a concern. And if you look at their entire economy, Ruapehu district grew by 0.3% last year compared to almost 3% for the entire of New Zealand. So, okay, we feel okay about that. Now let's talk about our last three cities. Let's come to the mighty town of Tokoroa. Where is Tokoroa? Oh, I don't know. I remember we've, we've done some work on it, but I can't remember. So Tokoroa is in the South Waikato district. Mm. And I'll just pull it up. It is one of the most overvalued parts in New Zealand. That's what we were talking uh, about. Just time. north, I suppose, of Topor and relatively close to Rotorua. How far away from Hamilton is it? I can never figure out how to get no, directions on this. So if we say I, to I, I reckon if, Tokoroa okay. to if Hamilton. It looks like it's about an hour and a half. <laughs> You're just looking at the map. <laughs> yeah. Making an hour this and a half. Okay, as let's you see. Well, let's, let's see. see. 
Well, it's not an hour and a half. Oh, an it? hour 26. Oh, that's if you want to take the long I route. I do. I want the scenic route. Well, no, if you want the fastest route, one, it's only one hour and yeah, nine minutes. Yeah, this time of day, but I mean, you know. Well, who's driving now? Oh, the, the amount of traffic <laughs> going from Tokyo <laughs> to Hamilton at 9 a.m. is not going to be okay, particularly good. It's an hour long. away from Hamilton. Yeah, so it's an hour 10 minutes away from Hamilton. And let's pull up some of the stats. As I said, Tokyo oh. in the South Waikato. One of the most overvalued parts of the country, about 32% overvalued. And this is kind of what we've been saying for a while, right? A lot of regional New Zealand right now is overvalued. A lot of the cities are undervalued. That's why we've had this real focus on Auckland Christchurch starting to get a bit more interested in Wellington City in particular. But these cheaper places at regional New Zealand still looking a bit overvalued. Decent yield there. 5.4% on average, about 14,000 people living in Tokoro and an average house price of 435k. Where are you putting it? I'd probably go C again for that one. You're basically just putting any small town in C except <laughs> Westport. Yeah, yeah hopefully yeah. we're going to get I've something. I've put Ashburn and Invercargill up there and I've put Timaru at B. Yeah, but those now are let's do Greymouth now. Don't you have a good joke are about just... Greymouth? <laughs> I cannot tell that joke. <laughs> And it's a good joke about Greymouth, <laughs> which I heard from Anika you Moore. You tried to tell on the webinar. Didn't yeah, I? when we had an IT issue, I had to stop you. Right, give me the stats yeah, on it. We're not gonna, we're, we're not telling that joke. We're not telling that joke. If you see joke. Ed out, you can stop and ask him to tell you the Greymouth joke. It's a lovely joke. Okay. So Greymouth is in the Grey District. Again, it is on the West Coast. Here are the stats for Greymouth. They are a little bit better than Westport. 8,000 people live there. Even cheaper property prices, three hundred grand, seven percent gross wow. yield, undervalued by ten percent. If you put it as D, I'm going to put I'm it as a B. You. A B, undervalued, good yield, cheap prices, but it is a B rather than an A because of the low population. Yeah, and I think on top of that, the fact that you've just got to be a bit careful about the undervalued assessment if we're talking about the West Coast for the same reasons we talked about previously. And lastly, let's talk about the mighty city of Wanganui, only an hour south from where I grew up in South Taranaki. Is that, is that close? Oh, yeah, yeah. I like Wanganui because I remember Michael Laws, who I really enjoyed listening to on You're Talk about Bag. to alienate half Am I? Okay, never mind. What are you going to say about <laughs> No, I just Michael really Laws? enjoyed him. He was polarising like some of my friends. He, he's definitely polarising. Some people love him, some people hate him. Now, 47,000 people Now, if you see me a fit picture of you with Michael Lord in <laughs> today, today's newspaper. <laughs> Send your complaints to no reply at Opus Partners. So in Wanganui, 47,000 people live there. Average house price, 440K. Decent yield there, 5.8%. Not as overvalued as it has been previously. I'm pretty sure I had it up at about 40% not that long ago. Now we're sitting at 17%. Additional benefit that it's got a wonderful opera house and it's only an hour <laughs> hour away from my birthplace. Where are you going to put it in the list, Andrew? I'd probably put it as C, but are you going to jump up and down about that? No, nah, I'm actually yeah. not. Before we looked at the updated stats, I was going to have it in D tier, but the fact that it's not as overvalued as it was not that long ago, I'd probably put it there, though it wouldn't be my favourite place. So if we recap this, our favourite place to invest under $500,000 is Ashburton in the South Island. That's followed by Invercargill and the A tier. In B tier, we've got Timaru and Greymouth. And then C, which we're 
basically not that stoked about, but Kawaro, Martin, Goto, Maranui, Tokoroa, and Wanganui, and in D tier, we've got Westport. Now, you might disagree with us. Good. I want to hear what you disagree with. So let us know. If you're watching this on YouTube, let us know down in the comment section what you think we've got wrong in this tier list. If you are listening to the audio version of this on the podcast, head over to YouTube if you want to see this. Just Google Opus Partners YouTube. It'll be the first thing that comes up. Of course, if you are watching on YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button. We release new videos every Monday and Wednesday. listening to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Tim McKnight. And I'm Andrew Nichols. We're going to be back here tomorrow with even more daily strategies, tactics and insights that help you get the most out of the New Zealand property market. Until next time, 